Travis Brett and the entire staff at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance in Lagodi would like to wish everyone happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and a happy new year. And when you head into that new year, they help ease your mind for yours and your family security. They've got all kinds of things. One agent does all of your insurance needs, rental policies. They cover your belongings, or as we call it here, your stuff, living expenses, tell you what your belongings are worth. If you do home share, travel services, all kinds of things, Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance helps you, your business, your home, your life, your financial needs. It's a one-stop shop. So give them a call, 812-295-3129, or check them out on their Facebook page, or you can always see them at their JFK Avenue location in Lagodi. Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Well, I hope Santa Claus came to see you because now there's more fat men to come and talk to you on Birdies <laughs> and Basketball. And we've got a special guest in studio right off the bat today, Coach Josh Thompson of the Bari Vikings. Welcome, Coach. Hey, thanks for having me on today, guys. He's, have- a, he's a lot better than Liv, though. I, you know, we didn't get no Liv intro, and it's better to have Coach Thompson in here than Liv, you know. It wouldn't take much I'll to be get, better than Liv. I'll get blasted for that one by her. We thought this would be a uh, perfect time to have Coach Thompson in, having just come, on, come off one of the biggest games, or the biggest game in the state probably so far, and then uh, preparing for, for this coming week. So great to have him in. And, and I did Clorox Mike Wagner oh, yeah. Yeah. The, off the microphone, so you're good there. Um, I've been exposed to enough Mike Wagner over the years. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's just start with uh, you had a hell of a week. Um, and, and I do want to say, you know, Mr. Chris is anti-IU football. We, we hear about it all the time, and that there's no moral victory. So this is a perfect yeah. time to ask, is there or not? Uh, you know, I don't believe in, in moral victories, and, and I'll have to agree with him on that. But I think, uh, you know, sometimes you get better uh, mm-hmm. through situations, and that's what you're looking for. You're not looking for moral victories. And it's funny you say that because that's exactly what uh, – what I told the kids after the game, yeah. you know, I said, this is one that we feel like we should have gotten, uh, but we get better and we move on. And, um, you know, we, we worked on things this morning that, uh, uh, Carmel was able to exploit on us at different times throughout the game. And, you know, that, that's the whole point of, yeah. of playing those games. And, you know, you obviously want to win them. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it doesn't guarantee success, uh, in March, yeah. but right. you know, it's, it, it's hard pressed to say that we would get in the tournament, um, in, in March and after playing some of these games that we played last week and that we're going to play this week and then here in January right. and then obviously playing North Davies and Lagodi in January that, that we're going to see something in March that we haven't seen. Yeah. How, um, as you prepared for the game, how did you feel going into it? I felt good. Um, you know, I, I, obviously when you've got uh, three guys like we've got with Bryson and, and Kurt and Hagen, yep. you know, you feel really comfortable because you, you kind of look at the other team and you say, okay, how many of our guys would play for them? Right. And I, and there, it's no doubter that all three of those guys would play for them. It, it, what a rare situation for a 1A school. To be able to yeah. say that going yeah. in. And right. so, you know, you felt comfortable. My, my whole thought process was not so much how we were going to guard them, uh, but it was how we were going to score on them. Gotcha. And, and they're just so good defensively. Yeah. I mean, not only do they have length and athleticism, 
but they're unbelievably disciplined. Yeah. You know, when they when they shoot a gap, it's because of a read. It's not because gotcha. guys are just haphazardly, you know, playing passing lanes and right. stuff like that. They're really good defensively, and uh, that was my concern going in. But I, th- I thought our guys really stepped up. And, and again, you talk about getting better uh, throughout the game. You know, if if we can score against them, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about where sure. we're, where yeah. we're going moving forward. Yeah, I told these guys going into your game that I noticed a lot of their scores have been in the 50s, 60s. Yeah, and I feared they were going to try to slow you down. Yeah, and, they yeah. they only give up like 43 points a game. Well, yeah. yeah and when we were when we were making our picks, I pulled up their schedule and I'm looking at their scores and 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 that's when I that's when I made my pick to to go Barreve just because they weren't. You know, they're not scoring 90 a game. Yeah, right. you know, like you look at that Lawrence Central game, and I think it was uh, that Lawrence Central was in the 30s. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I mean, who gives up 30 points, to, you know, 37 yeah. points to Lawrence Central. So, yeah, they're really good defensively. And and as a matter of fact, I think that's probably where they're going to win a ton more games this year and have a chance to really advance in the tournament. Yeah. But, you know, if you think about it and, and you're trying to beat Lawrence North and Lawrence Central and – and teams like that just to win in your sectional and, and advance through the regional. Right. You better be good defensively. Absolutely. Right? You know, because yeah. those teams are going to be able to run Thank with you, you if it. you yeah. choose to run. So So with that being your concern going in, talk about the start. You had to be pretty excited. You jump out what, seven nothing? Uh five, five nothing. Five nothing. Five and five, yeah. you know, and, and so then that that obviously gives you a little bit of, of comfort on the sidelines that you're you're able to score. And uh the nice thing about it was how we scored because right. of how we wanted to uh, force them to guard ball screen action. And that's sometimes one of the things that, that we try to do early is not necessarily run a set that we know we can get a basket out of, mm-hmm. but run something into our into our motion uh, to see how teams are going to double, gotcha. to see how teams are going to handle our ball screen action. And then that allows us to make adjustments early. Yeah. Um, and so for us to score uh, without really looking to run a quick hitter, right. I, I thought was pretty good for us. Yeah, go ahead. How much – how much did this summer schedule last couple of years help you for this for this type of game? Uh, I, you know, that's something I hadn't really thought about, but that's a great point. Um, I, I think that's something that that we really tried to do over the last couple of summers is play some teams, and you know, obviously. Uh, this last summer, we were a little bit limited yes. in that, yeah. but still being able to go up and play in that AAU tournament that we were able to play up there at Carmel. Um, over the summer, I think really helped us. But then two two summers ago, you know, when you, we went to the Charlie Hughes thing there at the end of June, and we played uh, Munster in the first game. As soon as we got off the bus, played Munster. Then we played Indianapolis North Central on their floor. Next day, played Plainfield, and then uh, finished up against Center Grove and, and playing teams like that. Sure. Yeah. And and when you uh, not only compete and can beat teams like that, even though it's summer basketball. It still lets kids know yeah. that they can play at that yeah. level. Mark yeah. Mark Blake down for a good question. Oh, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go back a few pages. <laughs> I understand. So uh, what I thought was impressive, you know, the fact that you are so talented as a 1A team, but you jump out on them, you, you know, you think – you could have just caught him by surprise. You maintained that lead, yeah. you know, throughout the game. You had to be happy with, with on both ends of the floor, I would think. Yeah, and, uh, you know, um, Coach Scott made a comment there in the third quarter to me and not necessarily to the players, but just reminding us that at some point in time they were going to make a run. Sure, you know, sure. G- good teams are always going to make a run. It. And it's just being able to withstand that. Um, and so then I had a flashback um, – it's funny in coaching how sometimes you just have a flashback about something that happened. I'll never forget uh, my last year at Vincennes, and uh, we were playing bossy. And uh, we, we shot the lights out down there that night. The only yeah. reason we were able to beat them is we made 18 threes. Oh, wow. And, and that, that's oh. the night that Larry became the city's all-time leading scorer. Okay. And uh, 
you know, uh, Jared Blue, who's an administrator over there at Vincennes now, he was my JV coach at the time, and Jared's great, great friend of mine. And we got up by 20-some in the third quarter. And he goes, man, we are just kicking their ass. Uh-oh. And I said, Jared, I said, these guys have a run in them. Yeah, and I, yeah. I said, and we better be able to withstand that. And, you know, when Dean said that, I kind of had a flashback. And, uh-huh. and I knew he was right. You know, I knew yeah. that uh, uh, they were going to be able to make a run at us. And and they did. And, um, you know, it's one of those things, like I said, where we didn't end up coming out on top. But uh, in the end, I felt like we made mistakes and beat ourselves yeah. in the last three minutes of the game. What what's, what's your speech? What's Coach Thompson's speech at halftime when you go in there and you've had a pretty successful first half? Well, it really wasn't any different than – you know, typical halftime speeches. It was just about adjustments we needed to make. Uh, you know, I thought we were really good defensively, and I think you know when when you're following the game plan and you're where you want to be at halftime, you got to let kids know that. Yeah. You know, right. It, 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 so we we talked about that. We talked about some things we wanted to do offensively, and you know, ironically, we talked about. Um, how the, how they were going to come out in the second half at some point in time sure, and really sure. pressure us. Yeah. And we had to handle that. And we did well with that at times, but then the last three minutes we didn't. And, um, you know, to that point, after the game was over, you know, I always talk about how, you know, as a coach, there were things that, that we probably could have done as well. Mm-hmm. And I think when you win, you know, everybody wins together. When you get beat, it's more important to lose together. Right, yeah. And we had some guys make some uncharacteristic turnovers, but, you know, there were other plays, you know, that – that didn't go our way in the first half and, and down the stretch that we made some big plays to put ourselves back in, in position. And so one of the things I told the kids is I didn't think that, you know, just as a coaching staff that on Monday and Tuesday, we did a good enough job uh, of putting them in position to uh, handle the pressure. I mean, yeah, kids got to make plays and a lot of people would say that, but you know, I think it's important that you, you tell kids, Hey, we probably should have spent a little bit more time on this. Well, I was and, gonna, you know, and, to follow, how, what, what would you do knowing that specific point about handling that pressure? What would you do in, in a practice to do that? Well, and and here's another thing too that with this game being early, I mean, this was Carmel's seventh game. Yeah, we, we hadn't seen them have to press anybody. Yeah, I got you. So I was going to ask yeah, that question. Know, so I really wasn't sure um, when they got behind what they go to, and obviously they went to the one three one half court, but they went to the two two one full court. And uh, I just kind of kicked myself for not spending five minutes uh, of reviewing, you know, our, our press offense against two two one because we tried to throw over the top instead of using our ball fakes and reversing the basketball. And, you know, again, it's just now we're, we're going to play modern day here in two weeks. Yeah. yeah. And modern day is going to press us two two one the whole game. I mean, a lot of people think, that, think that's crazy, but that's what Kurt's kids that's are going to do. They're yeah. going to press us. Right. They're going to go up down the floor. That's the way they play. Yeah. And so we got to be able to handle that, and now I feel like we're in a better position to handle that. Well, and we were talking earlier, you know, throwing over the top in a mm-hmm. 1A game yeah. is different versus throwing over the <laughs> yeah. top right. a, oh, yeah. uh, versus oh, yeah. a 4A squad. Well, you know, because every one of them kids is probably going to play – could play somewhere. Absolutely. You yes. know, and, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a whole different world when it comes down to that. Yeah, yeah. well, the Orm kid, you know, how many teams uh, – on our schedule are going to bring a six seven kid off the bench yeah. who's a sophomore getting Division one looks, <laughs> and he's coming off the bench. Yeah, right. And, uh, you know, so uh, a great point uh, throwing over the top is, uh, you know, some of the ball screen action that we were running. Tommy Kidwell was knocking down some big right. shots in the yeah. first half. Yes. So we were putting Tommy in positions where hopefully that would continue. Well, you know, we came off that ball screen, you get two guys showing – Typically, you're going to be able to throw over the top back yeah. to that guy, especially when there's no tag from the corner. Right. You know, we were putting two guys on one side of the floor. And, um, you know, Waddell 
you know, yeah. he was able to get a deflection on one of those. And actually, uh, we turned it over another time on the other side of the floor. So, yeah, it, it's it's completely different well, going against that. Yeah, even during the, the, the presses, mm -hmm. you, you know, even during that throwing over the top. But, you know, when it comes down to it, I mean, you, you guys are kind of – did you get a chance – you haven't been pressed at all this year is what I was wanting to no, get back to. No, So, yeah. I mean, that's your first time you've... Oh, absolutely. And, you know, again, at, at times we handled it. We got a layup one time. We got a wide open three yeah. another time. So, at times we handled it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we just, for the most part, I wasn't happy with where we're at. But I think uh, when the game's over and you go in the locker room and uh, you're talking to guys, I mean, you, you got to accept some of that, too. Because, sure. you know, that it's not all about the players. Sometimes it's about a coach, you know, maybe not matching the guy up the right way. Um, you know, when I went back on the film... Uh, there was one time where I really wished I would have used a timeout, and I didn't. Um, I just felt like our guys could play through it. Uh, but at the end of the day, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about officials, and you know that was it was a rough game. And I know you guys were on the officials a little bit, just a little bit, not a whole lot. I got a little little Twitter clip out there. Yeah. There's a, there's yeah. a certain voice of the Vikings that yeah. was too. But, uh, I got a little Twitter clip out there about a, somehow a, a grab or push oh, or yeah. whatever. But at the end of the day. Um, you know, no matter what, uh, we it's still a game that we feel like we should have won. Right, we right. Really, yeah. We really feel that way, regardless yeah. of the outcome. And you know, the other thing is about the officiating is I thought the game was extremely physical. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's the Mick. I mean, it's, it's yeah. You it's, know, when, when Carmel plays Warren Central, when Lawrence North plays Lawrence Central, those are physical games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's right. it's not your typical you know Southern Indiana game. So right. yeah, and I and I think that's I mean those officials. They may be Carmel's officials, but that's the way they've been calling it for years. Absolutely. If, if they're Mick yeah. officials, that's the way they're going to call it versus blue chip officials. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that, that Ron always tried to do at Bloomfield was when we would play Bloomington South at home, when yeah. we would play Terre Haute North at home, yeah. we didn't have your, your run of the mill Southern Indiana officials, even though guys down here, I think, do a tremendous job of officiating he would always bring in a crew from indy oh okay because he knew the game would be allowed to be oh, played wow. more okay. physical yeah. Yeah. and you know and then the other thing is those big schools when when they show up there and they see familiar faces that they've seen on the road and at home um you know, those teams want to continue to come back because they know that you're not just bringing in right, three right. guys off the well, Although off the you did have store. a guy from Montgomery, <laughs> we right? Did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had some people tell me they were complaining about the officials, and, and I, I was like, hey, you got to understand, one of those guys was a bar yeah. 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 <laughs> You know, not to go down the coaching rabbit hole, but I know I'm not the only person that is fascinated by this, but can you talk about, like you, you mentioned getting Tommy shots or getting, getting certain matchups. You've you've coached every spectrum of the talent level, the basketball IQ level. This has to be such a fun group because I got to believe that you can introduce something and watch it go happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, and one of the things was we saw kind of a little wrinkle to something that we already do, and we put that in practice today, and our guys were able to execute that, and mm -hmm. something that we feel like we can maybe hurt Blackhawk with. But um, you know, to that point, every team has issues, every team has problems, different things that you got to deal and, and, and trying to get your team to progress and playing well at the end of the year. Um, but, but it's interesting that you make that point because a, a lot of people would love to have our problems sure. that we're, you know, sure. that yeah. we're trying oh, yeah. to figure out and, and trying to get better at. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, really, it's really nice to have a group like that. And I think that's the other thing you got to appreciate too in coaching because – you know, not every year is going to be like this year. Right. And right. so I, I know it was like three weeks ago, I was extremely frustrated with 
some of the stuff that was going on with combating COVID. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and I, I think it was actually that, that Saturday we played the forum tip off mm-hmm. and we just had a couple things going on and we didn't know if a couple guys might get knocked out that following week or yeah. we might get a phone call on the way right, to, right, right. to Southport yeah. that a guy's <laughs> knocked out and, right. and he's not able to play or we got to turn the bus around. We can't play the game. And my wife just reminded me, she's like, Hey, listen, your guy, you guys are playing, right? You're coaching. Just enjoy, it. enjoy. Yeah. It. Um, I saw uh, Mark Byram, the the coach at Northview, just tweeted uh, on my way here that uh, you know, hey, we're back. Yeah, and uh, you know, and, and they're playing their first game today in the oh, Wabash wow. Valley. Wabash Valley. Yeah, that's wow. the, that's Northview's first game of the year. Holy cow! So I mean, we're we're incredibly fortunate to, yeah. to be I mean, at this point. Yeah, Washington had some time off there. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah so. for sure. <laughs> but, yeah. I was looking at records for the O and B Classic. This week, and there's a couple two, one and two, one and one, three and one. I mean, yeah, and, and and we're at the end of December, and yeah. we're only gotten you know, yeah, yeah. two games. Teams only got two games in. So. so to wrap up, Carmel, um, you come home that night, you go right to the film, you take a break, wait till the next day. What what do you do in that situation? Well, um, you know, when I, when I got home, obviously get that thing uploaded into Huddle, um, and for for people that. Don't know what huddle is that's a that's our film exchange mm-hmm. program that houses that and actually uh you can pay for a service it's called huddle assist and they break the film down for you oh really and okay. uh it's to me it's a great investment for us and uh, that's what we actually use some of our golf scramble money for okay because okay. it's like having another assistant on staff and his job is just to break down film wow from opponents that's and static cool. now i always go back and i restat it myself because i'm old school and i just can't get over that but i'll tell you for the most part they do a really good job of breaking the film down for wow. us uh, the other thing i enjoy about them uploading it to assist and then breaking the film down is I can go back and I can watch all the offensive possessions together. I can watch all the defensive possessions. Really? That's cool. I, that I, I, can, I can watch all of our turnovers, all 16 of them. I can watch all <laughs> of them, you know? And so if I'm really looking for something, I can go back. Yeah. It makes my job a lot easier. Right. Uh, when we're getting ready to play an opponent, like we playing Blackhawk, the only game that, that we don't have uh, from Blackhawk is uh, – when they played the Lighthouse CPA team, they're not on huddle. Okay. So that's the only film that we don't have. But if I wanted to right now, I could go to my computer. I could put in a filter on Fort Wayne Blackhawk, and I could say I want to see all the out-of-bounds under, and I could watch all the out-of-bounds under from five of their six games that they played to this Wow. Point. And so it, it makes what I had to do, you know, 15 years ago when I first oh, started. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, VHS sure. tapes and, yeah. and, and meeting at a McDonald's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And it's funny you say that because I actually I still say that I got the Wood Memorial job from trading film with Steve Killian. Yeah, um, uh, you know, meeting Steve at McDonald's parking lot in Evansville, and and uh, when I was in high stuff. school, in my junior year of football, we were still reel to reel. Was it when eight was it eighty six, eighty five, eighty six? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I remember still watching reel to reel. Remember film. assistants having to you know, hey, can you run this down the road yeah. here? And yeah. oh yeah, well, and yeah. yeah, what times we're in where you're not able to go. Scout exactly. Teams. I mean, that's, that's just a, yeah, that huddle. a huge asset. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. And you know, even when to that point when we're able to do live scouting, I still get the film so that we can break it down. Yeah. And the other thing that's awesome is they might catch something you miss. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It is it, well, so many times you know you're seeing something live scout, and there's no way you can diagram everything that happened. Yeah. So you can write it down that hey at four. You know, at, at four fifteen in the third quarter, I got to go to this on film yeah. and get this set. Wow! Okay. Um, and it makes showing film uh, to the kids so right. much better. I mean, I can remember sitting in there with Ron, and Ron would bring the 
bring the TV out and had the VCR underneath and he'd run it and run it back yeah. And, oh, yeah. and doing that. So we can do, um, you know, our film in, in 10 to 15 minutes and we can show the kids a heck of a lot of stuff. Yeah. I smell a live podcast right here. We can well, really go into the rabbit hole on that one. And I hate to stand up, <laughs> but you can probably make disc of that. Can you not? Oh, or, yeah. or email it to the kids? And well, you can, you, can you, you do can all through, that? Yeah. You can go through all that stuff. You can make highlight. You can say, Hey, I, you know, if you really wanted to, when we watch film, I always, you know, like to do it together. Mm -hmm. That way I make sure I get everybody's attention. Sure. And you know, I'm not having to repeat myself with stuff, Yeah. but here's another great thing to that point with, with kids. So you're going into the sectional and you say, okay, we're going to play team X. And for the most part, you're going to be matched up with number 12. That kid can go in there and they can they can uh, filter all that stuff themselves and they can watch every one of number 12's field goal attempts and they can see how That's he's awesome. coming off of screens and different wow. things like that. And so for high school basketball teams to be able to do that now yeah. is incredible. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Well, and we're going to have to use that because I don't know if you know this Twitter where we've got going on with Mark Holt, the Impulse Radio team is going to play the Bar Eve girls at some point, so we really need right. to get on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I threw out our name to – for the faculty team this year. Yeah. Well, I, 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 we've got to figure out how he's going to guard Addison Angsco. That's so we, we need that. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I had balance. I thought I had balance. There, there's no scattering report. It's going well, to that's before we realized how quick you were. <laughs> I'm, I'm broken. Um, coach, how valuable was it to, uh, have Trey Walter do all the, the scouting and everything for Carmel? Do you, oh, yeah. and, and I guess my question is on this, do you give, uh, each assistant, yeah, that job every week oh, yeah. or something. Yeah, we do that. And, you know, here's another thing that we do, uh, you know, and I, I'm, I'm sure that a lot of other coaches do this, so it's no secret. But, like, at the beginning of the year, each coach is assigned to a sectional opponent. Okay. And oh, they, really? And their job yeah, is to break that team down throughout the year. So, at any time, I can go to, to Trey, who, mm -hmm. you know, has Orleans, and I can say, hey, tell me about, or you know, what's Orleans doing right okay. now? Um, Interesting. You know, Craig's got Shoals, and, and uh, Dean's got North Davies, and and uh, Eric's got Ligoti. So, those guys are assigned to those teams throughout the year, which obviously makes January easier when we get yeah, to January. Exactly. Those guys have already yeah. got. Especially, no, especially with the yeah. hot hole and everything else. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, that's and, really cool. You know, and that's the thing I, – I try to give those guys as much credit as I can because they do a, a great job. Not everybody's staff probably breaks down as much film as our guys do for me. Mm -hmm. um, and Trey did a phenomenal job there with, with Carmel. And, um, you know, so, for example, going into the Hall of Fame Classic, you know, Dean and I are really working hard on, on Blackhawk. Mm -hmm. okay. But then the other three guys are breaking up Blackford and Shenandoah. Yeah. So – we're not going to talk to our kids about, hey, if we play Blackford, they run this high ball screen stuff. They don't run a lot of sets. We play Shenandoah. They're very set-oriented. They like to, you know, a soft press. So we haven't talked to our guys at all about those teams. Right. But we get in between games yeah. on Wednesday. Right. Then we've got everything ready. Ready to I go. Mean, I'll watch some film on those teams. But, like, if we play Shenandoah, it'll be Craig and Eric that are leading through that. Yeah. Uh, we play Blackford, it'll be Trey leading through that scout. If you play Blackford, just go triple team one guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Speaking of that, you, oh, go ahead. You know, and we saw that last year. Lagodi double teamed him yeah. at the OMB. And, and a 1-2-2. Two, two. Yeah. And, and if he, he found the open man, if they could have made yeah. shots – Oh yeah, yeah. That, that, that game's a lot different if if they make shots. Yeah, our so. game's a lot different if those guys make yeah. shots. You may know the answer to this. It's just uh, kind of off topic, but I saw Barney tweeted out about Blackford having the best uniforms in the state, and then someone said every game should start with a technical because they're illegal. What what's yeah. their what's the deal with it? Well, 
I don't really know the details. On and you're that. not advocating a technical. I yeah, just thought yeah. you might know no, the answer no. to the question. They're the, the NFHS, the National Federation, they put out their guidelines on what you can and what you can't have on, on uniforms. Like Which a couple years ago, um, <laughs> you could wear a light-colored jersey at home. Like I remember when I was Steve's assistant at Ligoti, we had a real light gold okay, jer- yeah. and we would wear that at home. Okay. Because, you know, you'd play Forest Park and they'd be wearing green. So right. it wasn't hard to tell who was yeah, on what team. Yeah. Well, that was banned. And then there's certain restrictions on the the height of the numbers and and where the numbers okay. have to be. Oh, and Blackford had these throwback uniforms. They looked really sharp, but they were illegal. And I'm guessing that it probably wasn't the officials that made a big deal about it. Yeah. It was probably the opposing team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's one of those things. So is it the height of the numbers or and, the vertical and, letters? And, and I'm not 100 okay. percent sure. Because I saw a picture yeah. and it looked like they had vertical. I thought letters. they were sharp. I thought, I thought they were sharp. Yeah. Yeah. They were sharp looking <laughs> uniforms. But it's like Gene Miller says there at Washington. You know, like. Well, we wouldn't know. He won't come on the show. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was setting you up for that. But. I gotta get. I gotta, I gotta get my Gene Miller dig. <laughs> but. Uh, but anyway, you know, Gene said this one time. He goes, when I go to buy uniforms, that's that's the BSN rep's job. Yeah. You know, like if I buy uniforms for you, they better be legal uniforms. Right, 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 right. So I don't know what's happened there. Yeah. But yeah. I just thought I just saw that and yeah. I thought it was yeah. interesting because I, I looked at a picture and I didn't know. So yeah. Yeah. that's a good transition. Lines. Talk about uh, Blackhawk. What what do you got going on and, and what do you think? Well, they're, they're really good. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and that's one of the things like, you know, we – our January, we feel like our January is really tough with, uh, sure. with Modern Day Castle, Lagodi, North Davies, and um, and there toward the end of the month we got Heritage Hills, so we feel like our January is really tough. But say your next seven to eight games is not pretty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we just we just really felt like hey, make this thing really tough on our guys. Sure. You know, starting here in late December, and uh, you know what doesn't kill you is going to make you stronger. But going back to Blackhawk specifically, obviously Caleb first is a tremendously talented kid. Um, if he's not Mr. Basketball, then uh, probably it's going to be the Kaufman kid. Yeah. Um, kind of a unique position yeah, yeah. too for us down here. We've almost watched him grow up, you know, through the Christmas tournament. Yeah. And so it's going to be interesting that that race, the Mr. Basketball race, because the, the, the goad kid from Homestead's really good. Um, Blake Wesley from South Bend Riley is a really good player. And there's lots of really good kids in this 2021 class. Yeah. And a lot of it's going to have to do on tournament success and how how teams progress. But, but he's, if he's not Mr. Basketball, he's right there in the discussion. And and it's when you watch him on film, he's gotten so much better from the perimeter. Mm -hmm. Um, his sophomore freshman and sophomore year, he was more of a post guy, face you up, try to beat you off the dribble. Now he's added the pick and pop, uh, you know, and then when you get too tight in it, on him off a of pick and pop action, he has the ability to put it on the floor from yeah. 22 feet and get to the rim. So he's a really tough guard. So he, Kurt's going to have his hand full, hands full. Uh, the Burt kid, who was typically just a shooter for them, yeah. has moved to the point guard position. And I really thought going into this year that the Davidson Dave, kid I was gonna say, I figured would, the Davidson kid would, would probably there. move to the point guard position, and he handles it for him some. But uh, the Burt kid typically handles it for him. They run a lot of stuff out of high one four into a four out one in. They do run some Princeton offense stuff, and it's mm-hmm. not really a delayed Princeton offense. It's to get some quick hitters off of the flare screen stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're, they're going to really challenge us. The, the thing about them that makes them different from Carmel is they're, they're really, really good with their pressure and getting into passing lanes, but they're doing that more to speed you up because they so want to play the game. Yeah. You know, they like scored 114, 118 points against yeah. somebody. Yeah, 118 you know, the other night. Yeah, they, they want to play extremely fast. And um, 
you know, the, that's how they get you, yeah. you know, kind of going the way they want to get you I've going. always gotten the idea that Coach Davidson, a lot like you, I think, can coach multiple styles. Like yeah. you say, more of a post-up. Of course, he had Frankie running out there on the outside, which everybody knows my love of Frankie Davidson. But but he seems like a guy that's that's can can adapt to what he's got. Yeah. You know, one of the things that's really interesting for me, you talk about breaking down film, is I, I really enjoy that. You know, I, I always tell people the day that, that, that I don't like sitting down to break down film – and the day that I don't want to go to practice is the day I need to find something different to do. Yep. And I enjoy doing those those two things. And you know, going back to that point that was made earlier about our assistant coaches doing such a good job, those guys are phenomenal. But i got to give a lot of credit to our players because they do a great job of following through right. like with game plans. Yeah. Because we don't always play ball screen action the same. You know, we don't always help. And we don't always double team the same way on different players, and and sometimes it's dependent upon who's in the post, how mm -hmm. we're, how we're going to double. And, gotcha. You know, a, a, a key example of that is you know the block that Hagen had on the the Hatton kid in uh -huh. the North Harrison game. Yes, unbelievably athletic play by, yeah. by Hagen Nepp. But what people don't see is Tommy Kidwell's double team from the weak side wing uh -huh. was like spot on. And if that double team doesn't come from where it came from at the time that it came, then Hatton can go back to the middle and shoot a hook shot over his left shoulder. Okay. He had to go back baseline, and Hagen timed it and made an gotcha. unbelievable play. So it's little things like that that guys, our guys do a really good job of following the scouting report on, and we're going to have to do a great job of that against Blackhawk. Yeah, that would be a fantastic Do you think game. that due to the times we're in, due to what happened to y'all last year, you know, not getting to finish that season, do you yep. think – kids are almost more focused this year than normal just because, hey, it could be taken away. I definitely agree with that. And I, I think you're seeing that, you know, across yeah. the board. I was going to say, I've heard Boys, Dow, girls, all sports. I've heard Dow right. and Haywood and everybody say it. Yeah, I mean, and I think if you ask all those coaches that, that they tell you the same exact thing. I mean, kids are so appreciative of just playing basketball. You know, I, I, Jalen Mullen was at our game the other day, and he was kind of standing over there while I was talking to Todd after the game. And, He's, Todd was talking about, you know, this really prepares you for – I said, you know, we're not the only team that's doing this and playing yeah, tough sure, games. Sure, sure. And I uh, pointed to Jalen. I said, that's, you know, why these guys are doing what they're doing right now. Yeah. And, and I love that. I love seeing, you know, you know, North Davies off to the start that they're they're off to. Ligoti's playing well. And, you know, as long as those teams aren't playing well against us, I'm good. Yeah, with exactly. <laughs> it's a great, great area, great time of well, basketball. We, yeah, we text this week three in the top five and 63 right now. Awesome? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people thought – I mean, we, we thought that, uh, my coaching staff, that North Davies would be where they're at. Right. But I don't think anybody thought yeah. you lose four starters that they're going to be – playing the way that they're playing. Yeah. So you know, I had a thought the other night and and you, you would would probably be kind of in tune with this. Bar Reeve, not only for a one A, definitely a one A, but I don't know how many teams in the state start five juniors on a JV? Um <laughs> I not, can't be not very many. many. Not very not many. many. And and that's you know, that's something that, that I think not just what we've done since I've been here, but you look back at Bar Reeve the last 25, 30 years. Right. I mean that's notorious. And that was one of the things that I remember telling guys at Springs Valley that I said, you know, we got to get to where, you know, we're playing our best sophomore, you know, maybe our best couple juniors and a bunch of seniors on the varsity. Yeah. And, you know, and if you have a Logan James that comes along, a Hagen right. Nepp that comes right, along, right. then that guy and Addison, Addison uh, Weigler yes. that, that play varsity as a freshman, that's fine. But then what that does is that gets your, your JV playing mainly sophomores, a lot of juniors. Mm -hmm. But the only way you get that is if you get that buy-in from guys 
that they're winning. Right. Because nobody wants to be a junior playing on a JV team that yep. wins four games. Right. Correct. And so you got to get to that point like we are in our program. And, yep. again, that's definitely not a Josh Thompson thing. That's that's a bar Eve thing over the last 25 years. You know, you go back to the Lonegar kid that played behind Addison Wagler. Uh-huh. I'll never forget that kid playing JV. And I'm thinking – that kid would be my starting big man. Sure, yeah. yeah. That kid would have been the starting big man on every team. But he was playing JV, yep. bought in, and then look what he accomplished right. as a senior. I mean, the kid averaged like 14, 15 a game as a senior right. yeah. and didn't hardly see the floor a whole lot as a, as a junior. And, and, and Hagen's the junior class now. I mean, you know, one of the – if not the most successful class to come through elementary and junior high basketball. And – they're still playing JV. I mean, it just doesn't happen. Absolutely. Other places. Yeah. No, it's and, pretty and, incredible. and you still have to talk to kids about, Hey, th- this is the process that we're going yeah. through. Cause you, they got to have that. They got to buy in. Yeah. And the thing that I always tell kids in that situation is if we had a bunch of sophomores that were playing in front of you, then I would be concerned. Sure. Sure. But we've got six, seven seniors right. in front of you guys. Yeah. And, you know, I think when kids hear that, you know, kids are, kids are smart. Yeah. They're smart. And you can look at that and say, well, I've, I've got three or four sophomores playing in front of me, so my my time's going to be really limited as a senior. But our guys are smart enough to look at that and say, hey, there's sure. going to be big opportunities, and we need those guys next year. Absolutely. I mean, we need them this year because, you know, who knows? We, we may get into this schedule here in January and guys get knocked out with contact yeah. tracing, and, yeah. and we got to have those guys. So having guys like Reed Thompson and Aaron Weigler and Christian Smith um, and Caden Graber, who's already played some big minutes for us, at times this year, yeah, having those guys know what the heck's going on, right, is huge for us. I thought, and just a little bit, I've seen at the one game I could go to Christian. I, I think he's making some strides. Christian's and, coming and along, catching way. the ball better, moving in the post. So yep. you've got good things coming. I yep. saw a weird thing yesterday. You bring up five juniors on JV, and this is kind of off topic, but I saw five seniors starting on a Wisconsin yesterday. Yeah, that never uh, happens. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah right. oh yeah. I mean, yeah. And the nice thing for Wisconsin is if all those guys are committed. They can come back again next year. Yeah, and be, yeah. No, that's be, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, that's good and point. but like you said, you don't hardly see that anymore in college yeah. basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Now, getting back to your JV point, I mean, Eric's done well with that JV team through the years. Well, and you know. and the thing that that I love about Eric that makes my job so much easier at the varsity level now with transition from being a, a set oriented team to a a, a a more of a transition into mm-hmm. motion team. Is Eric is one of the best teachers in motion offense out there. Good. Uh, he does a great job with those guys and getting them to understand how to read screens and come off of screens. Yeah. And so then when they get to the varsity level, not having to spend a ton of time. I mean, we still break that stuff down. We still run through that stuff three on o, four on o. But uh, for them to have that understanding and to be coached by Eric the way that those guys are coached by him at the JV level makes my job a lot easier. Right. Yeah. Well, and you were talking about the record, you know, four wins or something. I mean, Eric has just as good a record as the varsity team through Absol- the through the years. You oh, know, yeah. every year it seems like. So yeah. every yeah. time I see Aaron Nash, I say, "Well, there's the JV coach of all time," because I think his all time <laughs> records look probably 102 whenever he used to coach JV. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Well, we want to thank uh, Coach Thompson for coming in, especially during this holiday break and and juggling Mm -hmm. uh, practice schedules and getting ready for Blackhawk, which that game is the 30th, correct? Yeah, uh, next Wednesday at 1230. Okay. Or 1245. 1245, yeah. And it's it's great now because uh, we found out last week Henry County's in the orange. So they're looking at about 1,800 people there. Good. uh, Good For for that. So uh, it's it's great because we were looking at potentially just – 
two people per kid. Yeah, still yeah, tickets so. available. To that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So get online. Available. I saw. I saw the other day. Good deal. Yeah. Uh, listen to Coach Thompson weekly with uh, with our good friend Mike DeCourcy on uh, the the coaches show on the Bar Eve Media and. Uh, much success to you, my man. We appreciate you coming in. You're going to have a great season, and, and we'll be right there with you. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys, and appreciate what you guys do and enjoy listening to you guys. Sounds good. Thanks, appreciate Coach. Thanks, we coach. will be right back uh, from a word from our sponsor. Well, Christmas is out of the way, and I'm sure you bought the loved ones in your life that golf, all kind of high-tech, fancy golf equipment that they'll still shoot 104 with. But yes, if you're going to shoot 104, Blake, where should you do it? Country Oaks Golf Club. Right there on Route 50 between Washington and Montgomery and Country Oaks. Golf season will be right around the corner. And Coach Thompson actually mentioned his golf scramble, and that's a good thing to start thinking about. If your business or organization has scrambles, this would be a good time to start thinking about when you want to have them and contact the staff at Country Oaks. Trey Miller and those guys do such a good job, and they will be happy to help you out with available dates on those. Don't forget you can rent out the old clubhouse for your small event so still even though it's really really cold outside lots of good things going at country oaks golf club 812-486-3300 and when it warms up we will see you at the oaks almost forgot to say at at Uh, At. very nice having coach thompson in yes very nice um awesome you know, it's it, it's fun. Where you you two are like me, like to kind of get into the nuts and bolts of all that stuff, and, like, and it's fun having those guys. Well, and you don't get to have the one A coach playing a couple four eight schools at all. Felt like we were breaking down tape there for a little bit. Exactly, you know? and you, you know, know it, it, and are we huddle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're a cheap version of it. Very cheap. <laughs> we're a cheap version of a lot of things. <laughs> it's good that uh, you know, in our format here, I think we're we have the ability to have guys come in, whether they're current coaches or former coaches. Like we heard, uh, got lots of good feedback on the Mike Wagner episode, and I, I think that's the thing that people are enjoying more. You hear coach interviews, you don't hear many coach discussions. Yeah. Where they can really talk, and and I think that we've had some good ones here recently. Right, and that's hey, I mean we've said it before when we they sit in this seat to the to the left and right of us, you know, as as we're facing each other, that you know they they got to open up a little more, you know. So right, it was a great interview, Chris. You I know you watched it fairly closely. Um, anything to wrap up, Bar Reef Carmel? No, I mean he uh, he touched on the base. He you know he said we had some turnovers there at the end, and uh, that lead I, went away pretty fast. Yeah, I, I think it was I, – I, I can't recall, but I think it was up to 13 at one point. And, then, uh, you know, they they went to a a, pr- a full-court press and they went to a half-court press. And, you know, like we talked about, trying to throw it over the top at certain times, you know. Yeah. You're playing against 4A guys. And and, and, a, uh, top, and a top 4A guys. A top 4A. Yeah. Well, yeah, and top. I wanted to bring up too, who, who's really even going to press them in 1A? I mean, with Bryson at the point, it's going to be hard to even There may be some them. local teams that can, for sure. Yeah. I mean, to, to yeah. good enough to attempt it. Yeah, yeah. but. Maybe Couts, Gary, 21st century. Yeah. Not, there's I, not many. I meant to, like, maybe semi-state or right. state. Right, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and we saw Linton. I mean, I, I watched Linton play Ligoti the other night, and Linton came out in a press. Yeah, they like to press. And then Washington turned around and tried to do the same thing to Ligoti that Did night. They? Okay. And it didn't have the same results. Linton is oh, length, long. lengthwise longer, Quick. uh, quicker. So, I mean, yeah, who's going to do that against Bar-Reeve? And Bar-Reeve hasn't 
Nobody's had the chance to do that against Barry right now. Right, yet. exactly. Did um, South? No. no. Nope. Now, South picked them up man-to-man. They 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 guarded Bryson. Bryson. They, yeah. they guarded Bryson. I guess you could game. almost say they pressed Bryson yeah. to, yeah. to keep him from getting the basketball. Well, yeah. and that's one thing I think you almost have to do is slow him down or Barry's going to go and score that, you know, big number. Right. I mean, yeah. Well, and that's why you said they they went from a set to a motion <laughs> transition type stuff. Yeah. I, you know, we've talked about it. I think they want to get out and run a little bit. Oh, yeah. You know, we're not talking about scoring 90-some a game, but yeah. we want to get out and, and run a well, little. Well, it's like so. I think you said, Brian, he can play multiple styles. I mean, I think around here he knows he's going to get slowed down just because yeah. people are going to have to even, even have, a, have chance. a chance. Right. And then, you know, against these other teams, they're going to be sped up. So. But, you know, getting back to this Carmel game, that, that was the M.O. of Carmel. It. Yeah. They're they're a defensive team, yep. and you know all all along the message boards and everything else, it was like, oh great, Barbie's going to play Carmel, and it's going to be thirty two to forty, you know, it's going to be you know, and everybody predicted it was going to be the the low score because right. of the way Carmel plays and the way Barbie plays, you know, everything that you read after the game. It was major props to Barbie because of their defense and stuff and shutting down Carmel, so and took Carmel, you know, with that being their game plan, they took. You get down five nothing, and then you're down twelve, thirteen points. You you just can't sit back forever, no. you know. And yeah. they, they when made did they keep... figure out the big kid wasn't playing? Was it? I mean, did they know all week, or was it just like that morning? Or? You mean the the guy off the bench? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think it was that day or something. But I just didn't know that would have affected you know their game plan. I don't or, think he averages a lot. I think oh, he's yeah. just a body. Yeah. I, I, but he is their sixth man that comes off the bench, and he is I think six ten or somewhere. Yeah, around, and I would just. He would have, I would think, got some playing time guarding Kurt, I would think. Yeah, so. and I mean, the Waddell killed I mean, that's their main guy. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, he was he was good. So yeah. We want to uh, want to transition into the weekly awards? How's that Yeah, sound? yeah. I was just going to see. You said you uh, watched Washington Lagodi. How how both teams look? Generally? Oh, I did not see Washington Lagodi. Oh, okay. I thought no, I just see. I just knew that they came out and they had, they had thrown thrown a little bit at them, you know. Okay. I tell you so, what I'll do. I'll go ahead and do my weekly award. Cause I'm TNT, I'm dynamite. I can go ahead and do my weekly award because it has to do with that game. Uh, Lagodi Silas Bauer, 26 points in that win over oh, wow. Washington. Nice. Um, and he's put up he's put up some uh, oh, some yeah. points this year so far. Dunks. Yeah. So um, I'm going to give him on that fantastic performance against the Hatchets. I'm going to give my uh, Brino Might Performer of the Week to Silas Bauer. 26 points versus the Washington Hatchets. Uh, so congratulations to the Lagodi big man. Who wants to go next? I can go. All right. Get stealing. Woo! Wheeling, dealing. Limousine riding. Jet flying. Son of a gun. Wheeling, dealing. I'm going to give it to the Lady Lions of Lagodi. I think uh, Washington woke up a beast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, all, they had a... They had lost uh, to Forest Park and kind of, got, you know, they got their butt kicked against Washington. Let's yep. just say that as it is. And ever since then, you know, beat Barrier by 38, beat Springs Valley by 31, beat a very good Orleans at Orleans by 27. Gotcha. I, yep. I, I think the beast has been awoken again. Yeah. <laughs> and 1A should probably be scared. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's what I tweeted out about Bar Reeve boys. One <laughs> A teams in the state, you're in oh, big, yeah. big trouble. Which, again, <laughs> I think they all knew that coming in. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go to our next one. 
um, Mr. Brothers. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. Man, how great was that in the Attitude Era when that music yeah. would hit? Holy cow. Well, we're going to go with my, my promo that just was there. If you didn't know, that's who I'm taking. It's it's our show today, the, the Barry Vikings. I just... You make a two-hour trip up there. You face number two, Carmel, yeah, even though you lost. So I, I'm I'm going for the boys boys basketball team. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the easy road out today and and go there. So well, you know, yeah. we asked Coach Thompson, and of course we got to gig Chris every once in a while about IU football. But yeah. um, I kind of he he answered it the way I expected him would. You know, listen, we came to win the game, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 1A, 4A, I, they are on par with that basketball team. Oh, yeah. They were pissed that they lost the game, and they should be. Oh, yeah. Because they're that good. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah. he answered it the way I thought he would, but uh, it, it was it was a great showing for not only not only our team, but here in, in Montgomery, but the Blue Chip Conference and, and, and Southern Indiana yeah. as a whole. Yep. Yeah, did a great job. Yep. Yeah, and and I mean that you you just touched base on that. That should, I hope that opens a little eyes on the, on Southern Indiana basketball. Yeah. That yeah. you know, hey, our our even though we're one A's down here, we can we can play. And yeah. I mean, you know, Lagodi and and Ligoti, Bloomfield, North Davis are all sitting in the top five currently. Yeah. And in and the thirty and, mile radius. And yeah. What I've seen of them, you know, obviously Bar Reeve. Or Davis looks really good. Oh, they look really good. The goatee looks really good. Yep. It's, it's, it's going to be going a great to be a, January. It's going to be a special. You're right. It's going to be a special winter and spring in, yeah. around here. And, and So put your damn masks on so we can continue it for North, crying out loud. Yeah, North Davis came up with a good win the other night against a hard-fought Eastern. Yes, they did. As they, <laughs> we it's a good bowl game. Yeah, I yeah. Watch well, the first quarter, and we discussed it, their weakness is going to be a big guy. Eastern had a big guy. Oh, did yep. he went to town on the first? I think he had twelve or fourteen at half. They brought in the big Steffi kid, and he got player of the game that game, uh, which he deserved it. I mean, the big football body, and he, right. I think he only had two the second half. So That's, I mean, oh okay. Yeah. And don't forget, yeah, I miss that. Don't forget the real highlight of that night was the broadcast on the JV game. The girls varsity. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, JV. Yeah. I said JV. The, the game before. Yeah. yeah, that was on the Facebook, wasn't it? Oh yeah. I'll have to. I, I've been meaning to go back and replay. Blake that. makes his. Uh, well, I that, really wouldn't say you were color. I mean, you guys were kind of trading off the yeah. play by play and color. Yeah. And how was it? It was fun. Got the itch now, don't you? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, me and uh, old coach JV uh, Logan Wagler took it, and he's like, "You want to take the lead?" And I said, "Sure." I mean, you're the coach. You're going to probably have more analysis, but I mean, uh, it was fun. It was a good ball game. Uh, that was, was a good game. Yeah. It was a big win for Coach Riggins. He's He's kind of been a thorn in his side. That coach in Eastern, he's beating right. three straight times. So, and they they got a lead, and maintained it. And Joey, yeah, Joey's one. doing well too this year. But yeah, finished eleven one run, and yeah, he's seven and four. So yeah, he's kind of like the volleyball. I mean, good things are I, going on for the lady. I think, and then getting back to the lady Cougars, I think Joey would like to have back that Bar Eve game. Oh yeah, oh, and, sure. I, and and after that Bariv game, his team just is, the first half though. I yeah, mean, after that Bariv game, his team is really yeah taking a big stride. Well, I we, think we brought that up during the, the broadcast. Me and Logan did the last three and a half games for them since that first half of Bariv. I mean, those girls have bought in and you know right. 
Yeah, I, I've noticed that recently with him. Yeah, yeah. after that. He so. said, told me yesterday that, so my award winner, my award winner last week, Maya Nepp, she actually got uh, ISHC honorable mention. I guess only like 10 girls in the whole state get that. Good deal. For her performance the week before. So Nice. Good deal. Good deal. What else we got to talk about, guys, before we wrap up this kind of post-Christmas episode oh, of no. V3? Oh, yeah, we need to go over something here. Somebody finally took a little hit. Somebody oh, finally oh. took a little hit in the weekly well, pickups. Well, I felt bad for you guys. Uh, here we to, go. I wanted to uh, give him a couple no. more weeks. If he has a couple more like this, he's just going to call it stupid. I mean, Coach, Wag, <laughs> Coach Wags, we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll progress into our weekly picks here. Coach Wags, uh, put it on us at 7-2 and two so far. Ooh. Uh, we still have a Couts versus Bloomington South game today. Okay, uh, that's at oh, one thirty okay. up there at Wabash Valley uh, Classic. So we still uh, have that going on. I don't. I, I can't imagine that's going to be a ball game. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Chris took. He took South. Uh, I took. I took South. You did? Yes. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, he. Yeah. Remember that because when then when he updates the standings, you know yeah. Monday. Yeah, I got <laughs> South. Um, you missed that one. I don't. I just don't know. I, well, just, I don't either. I don't know. I've <laughs> I, seen a picture. Of, I, I'm, I'm not. I hate. I, I'm not busting on kids because I'm, I'm gonna a, bust on Barney O'Neill. I'm a four foot eight, three hundred pound, you know, midget. But Barney O'Neill had a bad week, and he should going against his alumni in both games. Bidding. So, <laughs> uh, six and three for me. Six and three for Blake and Brino takes it five Ugh. and four. Ooh. Still winning record. Yeah, well, Owen good. Though. Well, he could go five and five. He could go five hundred today. I hope he doesn't, because that means I lost one too. Yeah, I know. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we've Should got another good week of games. You got, I would think. I've got a bunch two of two turnings. Yeah, I decided we're just gonna. Oh my! One week, you know, we may have eight games, and this week we've Hell, got. I mean, you got to put a lot of games out there because it's usually half of them get canceled. Say, we have some this games. week. We got sixteen. Holy cow. So I'm gonna make, I'm, make or break. I'm gonna make some some big moves Let's here. See. And, I got Christmas and two. All right, we can. Uh, you know. So we'll we'll we'll, uh, no, well again. You got to schedule this man just because. Now, right. Chris, you just heard him say that he's only got so much time before he needs to leave. Maybe he should have gotten here earlier. Well, that's true too. Well, Our guest beat him into the studio well, this morning. When the wife's cars her tires down to eighteen, you probably should go get a new tire. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Hey, we'll start off with some. Uh, we'll start off with some girls here first. Okay. Some girls uh, games. We got five girls games on tap. Good. Evansville North at Lagodi. Lagodi. Yeah, I gotta go with my award winner, Lagodi. I'll go Lagodi as well. Vincennes Reve at Jasper. Uh, you, know, you don't have time to look here, Blake. Going Let's Re go. I'll go Reve. I'll go Reve. I'm going to go Jasper. Okay. Washington at North Posey. Washington. They're, yeah, they're going to be coming for vengeance I, after I'm, that I'm memorial. I'm going to go Washington as Which, well. Which, by the way, did, did, have you talked to Gretchen? It was Memorial just. I haven't talked to her. Man, yeah. they must. They must. They be must have good. Been, yeah. Well, Memorial's what? 8 No, I think. Yeah. I was yeah. to beat, shocked. To beat. That hatchet team with the experience that they've got by that score, they, they're pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but and they wouldn't have to face no, them until regional or semi-state. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I so. think so. Um, Blackford versus Bar Reeve at the Waldron Tournament. Um, I'm going to go Blackford. <laughs> Hate to do it, but uh, I'm going to go Blackford. I'll, girls, right? Yeah, I'm gonna go Barry. I'll go Barry. I mean, Blake's gonna go Barry. I have no idea about Blackford girls. I can't lie. 
Tecumseh at Ligoti. Tecumseh's good. Tecumseh's good. At I'm going to go Ligoti. Yeah, I go Ligoti. All right, I'm going to break out of it. I'll go Tecumseh. All right, so then we'll go boys here. Um, Clay City at Bloomfield. Bloomfield. Clay City. I'll take Clay City. Oh, my. Seeing the upset of a top five team, you two are. Um, I know. Blackford versus Shenandoah. Shenandoah. Blackford. Uh, Blackford played well there night. (laughs) I'll go. I'll go Blackford as well. Yeah. He had 33 the other night. (laughs) Uh, Blackhawk versus Barreve. Barreve. I go Barreve. Barreve the same. ONB Classic. Uh, Rock Creek. Versus Brownstown Central. Yeah, I go Brownstown. Yeah, I, 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 it's hard to pick against him. Yeah, yeah I'll go the same. Uh, Paoli versus Southridge. I'll take Southridge. What do you got, Blake? Paoli versus Southridge. I'll go Paoli. I'm going to go Paoli. The Blackford well. girls are 2, 4, 5, and 2, 4, 5, and 6, but they've lost four in a row. Um, South Knox, North Davis, North Davis, North Davis, Cougs. Uh, let's see here. Rushville versus Lagodi in the OMB. Yeah, I go yeah, Lagodi. Yeah. What's Lug- uh, Let's see here. Orleans at Springs Valley. Orleans. Yep. Orleans for me. I go the same. Uh, Barreve at Washington on the second. Barreve. That's, yeah. I'm not even answering that question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Castle at Lincoln. Castle. Yeah, I'll go Castle in there. I'll do the same. We're not disagreeing much. No, we're not doing much to disagree. Uh, final game. Double point? Yeah, well, we ain't even counting double points this year. We're just giving it. We call it the final. Uh, Vincennes Reveille versus Candleton. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'll take Candleton. <laughs> no wonder we're not doing double points. I don't know. <laughs> Reveille. I don't know. I mean, where the hell did you get that game from? <laughs> I'm going to go Reveille. <laughs> Uh, who did I take, Candleton? Uh, yeah, you took Candleton. Anyway, Cougars? I don't know what their name is. It uh, yeah. Cougars, so, so. I, I don't have it out yet, but looking at it, I started plugging them in you know, with Christmas holiday and everything. Uh, looks like Derek Robertson only missed one so far this week. Of course, oh, wow. of course, today's game matters. He's got couch. So, yeah. Speaking of, uh, we we told the hot tub hot tub time machine I guys who, by it. the way, have their own Twitter I account. Did now. see that? I saw them. I yeah. said, Bar Eve beats Carmel. You are the featured guest on the New Year's show. Um, so I'm not sure we'll have to make some adjustments on yeah. that, but. Uh, be looking for a hot tub, uh, a hot tub feature. So yeah, one of, the, one of the hot tub guys I got his picks in from last week. Yeah, he actually, Tyler, yeah. he actually what? You two? Shh, don't say names. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tyler Zeller. Yeah, yeah. One of the hot tub boys. I got, I got their picks. So I, I labeled him as hot tub guy number one. So, but uh, Blake, real quick so, thoughts on that OMB tournament? Well, I was get right. Yeah, both of our all our thoughts on him. So I got the record. So Rushville's own four. Lagodi's five and two. North Davis six and zero. Oh, South Knox three and one. 
Southridge one and two, Paley one and one, Brownstown three and two, Rock Creek four and three. I so, did I did see on the holiday on New Year's Day you're playing. They're playing. Yep, yep. So it's yeah twenty ninth and first and second. So what's that? Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. Tuesday, Tuesday Friday, Friday, Saturday. Saturday. Yep, yeah. yep. So, so now I don't even know. I don't know where are we at fans here. I know you had to be orange for two weeks or something. Yeah, I haven't heard. They haven't came out exactly with the guidance. I just know they're spacing out each game. So each game's going to have three hours. I would like to start. get up there and see the Cougars live. Where um, did the – and I've heard that too. And I'm trying to figure out where this rumor comes from. That came from the Bar Reeve Athletic Director. Yeah, because I don't see that posted anywhere. Yeah, that, that came yeah. – dire- Aaron, Aaron, in an email to coaches, um, and I, I wonder help, if that's a Bar Reeve junior thing. High girls. I don't know. But it yeah, said because, you have to be orange for two weeks. Because, you know, I've seen other places they go back to orange, and, man, they're f- yeah. they're full – Full boat. Yeah. yeah that I might haven't be a seen guidance thing. yet. I um, I know they're going to have their coaches show Monday and act like they would kind of give an update then um, okay. on attendance. But back to your question. So the winner of South Knox, North Davis, will play the winner of, let's see, Rushville Rush, yeah. Rushville plays. Yeah. Rushville and Lagodi. Yeah. So, Rush- oh, that's so it could be a. It could be a North Davis Lagoda game, second yes. round. Yeah, nice. You need yeah. to work on press passes for that. The would be that Birdies Bourbon and Basketball true. podcast. That would be that Friday game, even New Year's Day. Yeah, so New then, Year's Day. So Blake, got, come so, on, I, use your North Davis stroke. <laughs> hey, Dow, so, we need you. But again, I mean, as you said, like Canner Canal Brownstown. I mean, how many years no, have we went guys, out? Oh no! Even last year, what's his was name? Was it last year? Dave Benner. Benner. Yeah. Last year, the year before, they had their tallest kids like five ten. Here they are still competing like all out. Yeah, fifth, yeah, fifth place sure. game. Right. Um. So I, I'd probably predict North Davis right now. I do but, too. I, I think North Davis gonna win this thing. But don't count Lagodi. Yeah, don't count Whoever cut. I don't know. Where's Brownstown on the other side of that? Yeah. So they play Rock Creek, and then they play the winner of Paley and Southridge. Yeah. Ooh, I say. Ooh. I say North Davis. I pick our two local teams. One of those two teams going yeah. in this tournament. Wow. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Um, I'll go. I hate to do this to you. No, you don't. Yeah, I do because I really like North Davis. <laughs> I do too. But I think I, I love think Lagodi though too. Our concerns. I mean, I think Lagodi's got a little bit more experience. Oh yeah, and I and, think that's the only only and, change. And Bowers, like I say, Bowers putting up some points. And, okay, so here's uh, you know, well, here's my thing: is Wildman coming back? Will he I be have back? Not, I'm not heard. Yeah, he but hasn't played. The thing about North Davis is, and I mean, again, not to sound harsh or anything but your two boys in the wilson's haven't had those big games yet no. I mean, lance has had 13 or 14 a couple times right but they haven't got the big you know average 13 14 points from both of them that they're right. expected I, I luckily thought, ike wolford's been and darren longer has been really stepping up for him. well and that's what i was getting ready to say i hope i didn't put the brother's curse on them because <laughs> i mean yeah you're right they haven't really stepped out like I thought they would, but Wolford has stepped up. Yeah, into there, and and Again, I think he's they're, made they're just sophomores. They got ten minutes a game, maybe last right. year, and then you're coming in and hey, you need to come average thirteen or fourteen. I mean, right. obviously we can't oh, yeah. fully oh, yeah. expect yeah. it. Exactly. But. Check back on that in February. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So predictions for the Hall of Fame. Then well, can I go? Whoever wins between Barrio and Blackhawk wins it. Yeah, I agree. Wins the whole yeah. term. And I and I think it's it's is how Bar-Rio is Barrio going to handle that that 
Caleb first and and his combo running off those guards, I think that's going to be the key for Barreve. I think Barreve's going to – I really do. I think Barreve's going to win this basketball game. Yeah, and then I think the night – I mean, who knows what you're going to face. You're going to face Shandor or Luke Brown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't – As I don't we know. saw, I watched some of the game, Blackford New Albany. I mean, that kid is – Punching that into my spreadsheet – so far, I'm the only one that picked Blyford, and that was just shot in the dark. Yeah, because I knew everybody Last else would shot. Pick, I knew everybody else shot. would pick New Albany on that. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, they he came out and had 17 right off the bat, and ended with 33. And yeah, I mean, he they just said it's amazing just to watch him. I text my cousins afterwards, and he's still shooting stuff from volleyball lines like he was last year at O and B, and hitting them unlike yeah. Well, hey, good luck to all the teams. Like I say, uh, I think Wagodi did Nord Davis. Barreve going to have a, a real successful yeah. holiday break. Here. I always love this OMB tournament. Yeah. I, do I mean, I hate that Barreve's not in it yeah. this year. I mean, because obviously, if there's any year they weren't going to be, this I guess this is the year just right. because, well, from a, I don't really want to face Barreve right now, but I meant from like a fan's perspective, at right. least you won't have everybody, you know. Right. Right. Need to come there. So. And uh, just wanted to mention, uh, we wish everybody, hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. Get ready for a Happy New Year from everybody at Impulse Radio. Don't forget the, the Bar Reef podcast with Voice of the Vikings, Mike DeCourcy. He's uh, just had Connor Sorrell yeah. on uh, on the podcast. Right. That was a good one for for yeah. uh, for a little different spin and taking it that cross-country route. So and Mike, listen Mike, does, Mike does a great job there. Um, for anybody on this side of the river, probably haven't listened, but if you're ever interested, the old school Red Hill Saluki podcast with Chip Jamerson, David King, Gary Emmons, and myself, we, we break down, uh, teams and players and, and, uh, school years. The, our next podcast that we're going to record next week's over the 75, 76 school year. And we're going to kind of intertwine that with dazed and confused music and, and have some fun with that. Uh, and then of course the guys here in this room, um, we started this podcast this year, um, this is, our, I guess, our last one of, of uh, that we'll record in, in 2020. It's been a good year. I appreciate Blake Burkhart, Chris Brothers' assistance in uh, trying to figure out how to put together podcasts and a podcast network, and we've had a lot of fun doing it. So I appreciate you guys very much. Thank you. Thank I didn't you, have Brian. fun one night, but besides Thank you. that. Well, it's you're going to have more nights here shortly that you're not going to have yeah. fun. No, it's here. thanks, Brian. I mean, this has been – thanks for inviting me to do this. It's been fun, so – yeah, yeah, we've had, had I've had a blast. I gotta get a prediction though from the Notre Dame guy. What's what, that? What's the What's the prediction? Notre for? Dame gets waxed by thirty. <laughs> uh, I'm afraid so too. I'm. It, it is It is Alabama and Clemson for the national title. Yeah, there is I, no ifs ands or buts. Yeah. IU, they, they gonna win? Who are they play? Ole Miss. Number four and five, Ole Miss. Don't make me get back started on that. Okay, I know we're short on time here, and I hate. Fine. Um, what if IU gets beat? It's a lose lose in my opinion. Would it be a would it be one of these things that would it be one of these things? Well, you told you so. No, I I mean I would. It is an absolute lose lose for them because if they go in and win by 14, 20 points, well, you played a four and five team. Well, like yeah, I said on the right. podcast, if you want to complain about not getting the you know a little more marquee, go yeah. down there and beat an SEC team yeah. in a bowl game. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think for them to get any respect, they got to go down and beat them by twenty. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, well, the Big Ten just stuck it in them. Yeah, I just, I just believe the Big Ten just. So, are you predicting IU win now? Oh uh, yeah, I think so. Oh man. Oh wow. Yeah, I believe wow. so. I, a Notre Dame loss and an IU win. Yeah. Yep. This is recording, right? Yes, it, it is. is. I, I am. am. I am recording. I, 
I'm honestly of the of the camp that I didn't believe Notre Dame should be in the top four, but who do you put in there? Exactly. Exactly. Who do you really put right, in there? Right. Because you put Texas A&M in there, they're going to get shellacked. You put Cincinnati in there, shellacked. There's such a difference. There's just such a difference in college football. Oh, there is. There's a you two, know, and then there's, there's like the mid four or five. And ex- then exactly. And, I mean, Notre Dame's just being a guinea pig right here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is just, I mean, you know. Speaking of IU, um, you have another edition of uh, Season on the Drink, I think, starting. I th- season on the Drink, number 10. <laughs> I, I believe we're up to Season on the Drink, number 10. It could be nine. I have to go back and research. Um, yeah, if you ever want to follow me on Twitter, uh, just punch out the hashtag Season on the Drink 9, <laughs> I think, uh, is where we're up to. Uh, yesterday, the versus Northwestern was uh, Gosh, was another one. Um, today, the we'll line put, today. T- today will be one. The Illini is favored by, I think, six, which I'm very shocked. Uh, I would have took the Illini by 20, probably. <laughs> Fantasy has got to go. I've said for three years he's the key, which I still think he is. If they're going to be good, he's got to be good, but he hasn't been good. Can so. we not give Lander a chance? I, I agree. You know, so I guess that somebody brought Franklin's that up. has got to go. Should he have stayed in high school? Do you gain anything by staying no, in high school? I absolutely should have stayed in high school. Oh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, you stay in high school. So, yeah, um, yeah Franklin's got to go. Fantasy's got to go. Uh, Franklin's been playing well. I mean, it's just, no, I just. Let's just face facts. If they didn't have Jackson Davis, they'd be 0 in whatever, how many games they play. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, he he is not, he's a, nice to see. You don't see too many big men do like that. First, first time the other day I researched buy, uh, buyout clause of Archie Miller. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. So what are we at season on the drink? I think it's nine. Nine? I think okay. it's nine, yeah. By the way, if you get to yeah. see Iowa play, that's yeah. a team. Yeah, it's a hashtag season on the drink nine. So, yeah. All right. Season on the drink. <laughs> Thank you to, again, to Coach Josh Thompson for coming in. And, yes. and uh, just, he walked, matter of fact, he left immediately after practice was done to come in here and, and uh and talk about these uh, two big games that they they had and are about to have so we appreciate that very much yep. coach thompson's a, a very engaging conversation and he he digs into things that uh, i think that just us but a lot of people are interested in so thanks to him the whole bar eve staff and uh all the good guests we've had wagner dalrymple riggins smith Miles, Haywood, Holt. We've uh, been very, very lucky. And all of them are doing... uh, We might have a nurse. Miller. Oh, no. Sorry. We've had... (laughs) Boys, we've had a good year. We have. It's been very good. Does anybody have a losing record? No, I mean, for for us as guests, for 2020, we've had a good year. Yeah. I mean, look... We're working on Michael Jordan. Look where we started. So... Yeah, we started oh. with – don't say that, Steve McNabb's Yeah. <laughs> don't diss tick Coach McNabb. How dare you? We're going to have to bring him back on. Well, yeah, we will. We, we've polished our skills since then. Uh, hey, hey, listening to him, on, he still might be better than us. Man, we did stuff remote. <laughs> now we're yeah. – I mean, look at all this. Just look at this studio. I mean, it's crazy. Top, it, top of the top of the line. State of the art get, studio. Getting ready to go to YouTube wide in 2021. Huh? Yeah, we're getting we're bringing and it, by the way, boys, my family Santa Claus brought my family a new KitchenAid mixer. Oh, we've hell. got oh, we've got suspension hell. sponge pans. <laughs> it's gonna be hashtag Bake Off twenty twenty one.
<laughs> and I'll, I may adopt a British accent full time. We're gonna. I'm not eating it. If he ever brings brownies in here, I ain't eating them. Stay tuned for our baking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Baking birdies and basketball. <laughs> yeah, if he brings wow. brownies in here, I have him. They'll be special. And I ain't eating them. Now that'll be a show. We've, we've had a hell of a, you know, in all the pandemic and everything else, we've had a hell of a 2020. We have. Cheers to you guys. I appreciate your help with yeah. all this. Thanks, and, uh, thanks to every one and, of our listeners. And sponsors, Travis yes. and, and Country Oaks. We appreciate it. Find us on B3Pod on Twitter, B3Pod on Facebook. Hit the subscribe button. Whatever you rate us, just rate us. We appreciate it. We are... Birdies, bourbon, and basketball. Hey, Liv, see you next year. I'm Brian's mom.